Good morning, we are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee with a shot of caffeine, inspiration, and good news to start your morning and your day in a positive way. Your morning moments really do matter. How you start your day is how the rest of your day is going to go. So we're starting with some fun and inspiration. What are we celebrating today? Today is Buffalo Soldiers Day. Oh, that's a good one. July 28th. The Buffalo Soldiers were named by Native American Indians for reasons that no one has ever quite been able to determine, but they were some of the most valiant frontier military men in the wild, wild west. They were a group of all-black servicemen, and they consisted of the 9th and 10th Cavalry and some infantry regiments as well. After the Civil War, the military had begun to segregate and allow black men to serve in the military, but it was far from equal. When they mustered in 1866 and 1867, they faced many hardships, including racism from the people they were protecting, which totally flabbergasts me. Um, they did serve in the Indian Wars, World War I, and World War II. In honor of the first Buffalo Soldiers Day in 1992, General Colin Powell dedicated a monument to the Buffalo Soldiers in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, where the 10th Cavalry Buffalo Soldiers were based. And the Buffalo Soldier Museum is located in Houston, Texas. This is an information-heavy national day. <laughs> Actually, it's your history lesson for the month. Yes, it is, but it's just fascinating. Anyway. It, it's awesome, yeah. On September 6, 2005, not too long ago, the oldest living Buffalo soldier passed away. Mark Matthews lived to be 111 years old. Wow. And for his dedicated services, he was laid to rest in Arlington National Cemetery with full military honors. That's awesome. We love honoring this for obvious reasons, but we're also working with a coffee roaster in Texas, Pop Smoke Coffee, that supports them, remembers them, has a scholarship uh, program set up, they have fantastic coffee, but more on that later. Later, as in not in this episode, but <laughs> watch for some announcements about partnering with them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great coffee, but also an amazing cause. So we love being able to highlight it on, on, this, on this show today. It's not something you can go out and celebrate the way you can National Milkshake Day or chocolate coffee, whatever milkshake <laughs> or hot dog day, day or whatever. any of the other food but, days. So what could we do? Like what, what could we encourage people to do to actually celebrate this day? Well, maybe just kind of what we did here. Just be aware of what they did and their accomplishments and their contributions. And, you know, maybe check out the website or, or make a donation or just some way. We will put in the show notes a link to a couple of resources to learn more about the contributions that the Buffalo Soldiers made and perhaps a link to some things that you could do to honor their memory. How does that sound? That sounds great. We could greet each other like this. Like a buffalo? Tatanka. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that came out of... Left field, out of the pasture. You know where that's from, though, right? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. I don't you think so. missed a movie reference that I made. Apparently. Another Kevin Costner film. Oh, is that Dancing with Wolves? I've never watched that whole movie. It, what? It's like 19 hours long. It's It was on two, back in the day when you had to rent it, it was on two cassette, two VHS cassettes. I cannot believe you have never watched that whole movie. I've danced with a wolf, but I haven't watched the movie. You've not danced with a wolf. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. We've, we've uncovered a gaping hole in his 
film. It's too long. It's not too long. It's, it's mass- never too long if it's really good. Well, um, if I need a nap. Oh my goodness. You are going to sit down and watch this with me now. <laughs> oh no. Yes, there you go. So today we have our medical story for the week because I seem to choose a health related story pretty frequently. <laughs> so, Wednesday is health day. <laughs> that's right. Today's hits kind of close to home. My grandfather died because of complications of diabetes and so did your father. Mm-hmm. It's wreaking havoc on other family and friends of mine as well. So here are a few statistics from the International Diabetes Foundation Federation. Sorry, International Diabetes Federation. In 2019, approximately 463 million adults were living with diabetes. By 2045, this will rise to 700 million people. Wow. The proportion of people with type 2 diabetes is increasing in most countries. So it's not just the United States where we see this issue. 79%, in fact, of adults with diabetes were living in low and middle income countries. So this is not a health issue only in developed nations. For anyone unfamiliar with the everyday glucose monitoring that has to take place by those millions of people, often multiple times a day, there's a device with a little spring-loaded needle that pricks your skin to draw blood, and then a blood drop is tested for blood glucose levels. Easy for you to say. Yes. So this is mildly painful, not a big deal doing it once every so often, but most diabetics have to do this all the time, multiple times a day. So University of Newcastle physicist and research leader, Professor Paul Destour, is about to lead production of a non-invasive test that will change that constant needle prick for millions and millions of people. His wife works as a primary school teacher, and one of the things that she has to do is to help her student monitor their glucose levels. And he says it's a heartbreaking scenario when the lunch bell rings and everyone runs to the playground, except for an unfortunate few who have to stay back to surrender their finger for blood testing at every mealtime. Our vision was to create a world where no one needs to bleed in order to eat. It's an effective quote, isn't it? that is. Yeah. 20 years of lab research have gone into this platform, which will test saliva instead of blood. It's difficult because the concentration of glucose in your saliva is much smaller than the concentration in blood. So the test needs to be way more sensitive. Plus there's a whole lot of other things in our saliva that creates a lot of noise that the test has to tune out. So the article that I read described the test like this, coated with a natural enzyme, glucose oxidase, the biosensor interacts with saliva, producing a reaction that generates an electrical current. This current can be detected and measured to reveal highly accurate glucose levels, which could be delivered via a smartphone app and the data stored in the cloud. Wow. Professor Dastor also said that the sensor is a platform technology, which is what's even better about this whole thing. So it could be developed for applications across like 130 other different indicators, like tumor markers, or hormone levels, or allergy testing, potentially even things like COVID-19. First test will roll off the assembly line in 2023. That's a real game changer. I mean, yeah. I remember with dad, he would have to all the time, several times, prick his finger. And then even though it seems easy for us, if you, he would switch fingers because the fingers get sensitive and, you know, scar tissue builds up. So it was, it was horrible. He hated it and sometimes wouldn't do the test because he didn't want to prick his fingers. And that's, and that's, Leads to a whole nother series of problems. If you don't know your glucose level, you don't know how much insulin to take or or whatever. So if you're skipping the test because of the needle prick, it's horrible. But we've all got plenty of saliva. (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> and if you can figure a way to test that, that's awesome. That yeah. And then to be able to take that test and turn it into a, a way to test for other things, hormone levels and allergies and tumors. That's amazing. Like to be able to test for cancer with saliva. That's incredible. Yeah. It goes to I'm not saying early. that that's done or coming or anything. It's <laughs> just one could. of the options just that the early that they detection can... you know, makes a big difference. Yep. Today's to-go cup quote is from Banksy. All right. One of your favorite people. <laughs> I don't know if he's one of my favorite well, people. Your... How can you even know if he's a favorite person? Well, that's true. Well, he could be. He could be. He could be living <laughs> next door. He's unknown. Nobody knows who he is. But when I saw that, I thought, ooh, this is a good one because I know you're intrigued by his artistic creativity and mysteriousness. <laughs> okay, what's the So, quote? to get to his quote, <laughs> when you're tired, learn to rest, not quit. I love it because we are in such a never quit, like we talked about the other day. Never quit, always working, always hustle. But the people have lost the ability to rest. And you need to rest in order to work better. Yeah. Um, similar to that, there was a, a Sharp and the Axe story where these two people had a, a lumberjack contest. And they each had their axes. And one guy was just constantly chopping down the tree, chopping down the tree. Never stopped to sharpen his axe. Where the other guy would stop, sharpen his axe, and then move on forward, he would not be productive while he's sharpening his axe. And the guy who was not sharpening his axe would say, ha, I'm going to win. He got confident about that because he's sitting over there not chopping the tree. But he lost because his axe became less effective as it got dull. So that so was a rabbit hole. we <laughs> become less productive when we get dull. That's right. So if you take the time to rest and sharpen your axe, you will achieve more, not less. There you go. It I brought really, it back. I went down a rabbit hole, <laughs> but I reeled it back in. This whole topic really hits home to me because it's one of the things that I've been working on myself. I don't tend to quit when I'm tired, but I tend to work until I'm absolutely forced to rest. And perseverance is a practice effort. This combination of mindset and habits, and I think rest is one of those habits. So I suppose the takeaway, I'm, sure, I'm not sure that made sense to anyone but me. The takeaway would be that if you're ready to quit something, consider maybe you just need to rest and look at if you have a rhythm of rest in your life because it will make all of the other things more possible the more we consistently keep ourselves at optimum <clears throat> tearing up there no I, <laughs> I don't know what that was at optimum i don't know performance performance levels, levels and that's one of the key key ingredients and it'll prevent burnout as well because yeah. if, you, if you go too far and you're just like i'm done with this and you quit even though you may be close to succeeding or whatever, but if you hustle, hustle, grind, grind too much with no rest, you'll quit before you get there. But if I you should have just let you take that whole part. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters Box. If you want an easy step into a morning routine, this is the perfect solution for you. It's a super simple way to take the time you use to brew your morning coffee and turn it into a ritual that will engage your body and your mind and your heart along with some really great coffee. You can check it out at connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM, and we will hold it open today. And you can get in on the August box. I think probably... Today might be the last Today day. might be the last day we can do that, but so you can check it out there. All right. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So make plans to join us on Friday. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all.
Check, checkity, check, check. Are we live? Yes, we're live. See, I told you we're live. We're not live. We're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) You don't do jazz hands yet. (laughs) When you were watching, that was early jazz hands. It was only singular jazz hands. To be true, we have to both be doing the jazz hands. Correct. Double jazz hands, like a double rainbow, man. Are you ready? Are you? Are you ready? Are you ready to rumble? You know what that's from? I've forgotten. It's from... uh, You've forgotten. I think it's from uh, Mixed Martial Arts, the... When they come in to fight in the really? ring. Or is it from As WWE? I think about... It's something to do with fighting or wrestling. As I say that all the time, I always hear it in my head, but I don't ever, ever watch that stuff. Well, he trademarked it. He who? The guy, the announcer guy. All right, research. I'm going to prove this to you afterwards. Are you ready to rumble? It has been trademarked by the ring announcer. Who, that's his trademark thing. He either said it before wrestling or for a boxing matches. Something to do with ring fighting. Okay, so, I believe you. And you're ready to move on. 